Hello and welcome back to Global Value. In today's video, we're gonna be performing a fundamental stock analysis of Prologis Inc, ticker symbol PLD. Prologis is a real estate investment trust that primarily focuses on logistics properties. Recently, the business closed a $26 billion all stock merger with Duke Realty, giving Prologis a share of the logistics warehouse market in the teens. So this is a business that has a lot of scale. Right now, Prologis is trading for $121.90 per share. Over the past year, their stock price is down 20.5%. Over five years, however, Prologis is compounding at a rate of 14% annually. Their stock price has nearly doubled over this period. Over 10 years, the business is compounding at a rate of 11.5% annually. And going back to when the business was publicly listed a little over 11 and a half years ago, Prologis is also compounding at a rate of about 11 and a half percent annually. Keep in mind that as a real estate investment trust or a REIT, Prologis has to pay out at least 90% of their earnings as dividends. So the company has also had a healthy dividend yield over this period. Right now they're paying out about a 2.6% dividend yield, which is well above that of the yield of an S&P 500 ETF and Prologis' average dividend yield over this period would be in addition to this compounded annual return. So Prologis is about $50 below their 52-week high. They're up more than $20 from their 52-week low. Again, they are a very large business. They have a $112 billion market cap. So for additional background about the company, Prologis was formed by the 2011 merger of AMB Property and Prologis Trust. The company develops, acquires, and operates around 1 billion square feet of high-quality industrial and logistics facilities across the globe. The company also has a strategic capital business segment that has about 70 billion of third-party assets under management. The company is organized into four global divisions, Americas, Europe, Asia, and other Americas, and operates as a real estate investment trust. So Prologis leases modern logistics facilities to a diverse base of approximately 5,500 customers, principally across two major categories, business-to-business -business and retail-slash-online fulfillment. So for our fundamental analysis today, we are performing the Select 6 analysis, taking a checklist-style approach of six standard financial metrics to come to a holistic and beginning understanding of Prologis based off of their business fundamentals. So this analysis is still a work in progress. This is still one of the first times that we're applying this analysis to a REIT, and so we'll make a couple of modifications to our typical analysis today. I'm not necessarily an expert on REITs, so this analysis is still a work in progress, and it's an opportunity to learn in public. So it will continue to improve and get better over time. And I'd love to hear feedback on it down below. With that said though, let's get right into today's analysis. Starting things off with metric number one, typically we're looking at return on capital numbers here. For a business that's going to be more focused on tangible real estate assets like Prologis, we're going to be modifying this slightly. So for metric number one, we want their average return on equity to be above 14% over the last five years. Prologis saw their return on equity decline coming into 2020. This then increased post the COVID-19 pandemic lockdowns. They earned about 8.5% returns on equity in 2021. And over their last 12 months, they've earned about 11% return on equity. However, averaged out over this period, Prologis is only earning about 7.6% returns on equity. So this is going to be an X here to start things off on metric number one. Next up for metric number two, here we're taking a high level overview of the growth of their business. So we're looking for revenue, earnings, and cash from operations growth for a REIT. We want to see this over five years, and this metric is all or nothing in nature. Either all three of these are going to be up for this to be a check, or if even one of these is down, this entire metric will be an X. So over this period, Prologis has more than doubled their revenues. 
Their earnings are up by two and a half times, and their cash from operations have increased just under doubling. This is strong growth across the board here for Prologis, especially up until today. Keep in mind that this is also not yet including their Duke Realty merger. It would seem like these are likely to continue increasing into the future, and this is our first check today coming in here on metric number two. Next up for metric number three, here we're taking the perspective of an individual shareholder in the business by looking at Prologis on a per share basis. So we're looking for earnings per share growth over the past five years. So their earnings per share were actually declining coming into 2020. We learned that over this period, their earnings are up by more than two and a half times, and much of their earnings growth has come since 2020. However, earnings are just the numerator in this earnings per share equation. So we also want to take a look at what they've done in terms of their shares outstanding over this period. Again, their $26 billion merger with Duke Realty was an all-stock transaction, and that's not yet reflected in their financials. So in addition to this, over these last five years, Prologis has diluted existing shareholders by 39%. The business has been issuing shares potentially as part of recent acquisitions as well. And so this is less than ideal from a shareholder standpoint, because when you purchase a share of stock, what you're really buying is a fractional ownership percentage in that underlying business. So when a business issues new shares and dilutes existing shareholders, they're decreasing your ownership percentage of the business, which is ultimately going to decrease the percentage of the business's profits that you're entitled to as an owner. With any acquisition, we want to make sure that the price the company is paying is less than the value that they're getting. This can be potentially tricky when the business is issuing shares. And in fact, some of the worst investing mistakes that Warren Buffett has made as CEO of Berkshire Hathaway have actually come from when he's issued shares for acquisitions that have gone south. Because these are relatively hard assets, that's less likely to be the case here for Prologis, but that's just something to keep in mind. And if you're potentially concerned about how they've issued shares for these acquisitions, you'd likely want to read through what management has to say about their capital allocation strategy. Even with their shareholder dilution, their earnings per share are still up over this period. And this is another check here on metric number three. Next up, metric number four is going to be very similar. So here we're looking for free cash flow per share growth. Their free cash flows are up over this period. Over their last 12 months, Prologis has brought in $4.81 worth of free cash flow for each share that they've had outstanding. So this is another check here on metric number four. So far through our first four metrics, we have three checks and only one X for Prologis. Next up for metric number five, here we're evaluating how the business is utilizing leverage. So we don't wanna be investing in overly levered businesses because during economic downturns, it's overly levered businesses that are gonna be at the greatest risk of poor outcomes. So we want their net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments to be below the amount of cash that they produced from operations over the last five years. It's typically the case that REITs are going to have higher levels of net debt than most companies, just given the fact that real estate assets are more likely to be levered than other types of assets and that they can be levered at higher ratios. However, Prologis has continued to add on quite a bit to their net debt over this period. They've just about doubled it over this time. They ended 2021 with $17.6 billion worth of net debt, and right now they have about $18 billion worth of net debt. Most of their net debt position comes from long-term debt, however. So if this higher debt load is potentially a concern for you, you would just want to dig into the company's filings to understand how it's structured, when it matures, and what rates it's at. So with $18 billion in net debt currently, the company has only produced 11. $7 billion worth of cash from operations over these last five fiscal years. That's coming in below the amount of net debt that it looks like the business has historically been able to support. However, again, that could be potentially misleading as the company has likely issued this debt and issued new shares to pay for some of these acquisitions to fuel its growth. So it's more likely that the company will have a higher level of cash from operations that's probably more normative for the business going forward. Over their last 12 months, Prologis brought in $3.6 billion worth of cash from operations. 
If we were to extrapolate their current cash from operations going forward over the next five years, then it looks like the business would just be able to support this debt load, with this being about the maximum amount of debt that we would ideally want the company to be taking on. So if that's the case and these levels of cash from operations are more normal for the business going forward, and or if the business has inflation adjustment or rent increases priced into a lot of their contracts, which other warehousing providers do a lot of the time, so it's probably the case that Prologis does as well, that they may be able to support this debt load pretty healthily into the future. Although again, this is an X here on metric number five, because their historical cash from operations does not support this debt load. So to recap where we stand currently, through our first five metrics, we have three checks and two Xs for Prologis. Then our sixth and final metric, the big metric of them all, we want their average cash from operations to their total enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this will potentially give us a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury and potentially offer us a reasonable starting point for a fair valuation of the business. So we're using their total enterprise value because it takes into account both their market cap and their net debt position, and it will give us a more accurate economic perspective of Prologis as if the business were a private company. So right now, Prologis has a $135 billion total enterprise value, and we learned that over the last five years, the company has brought in $11.7 billion in cash from operations, meaning that in an average year, they're bringing in about $2.3 billion of cash from operations. So when we divide their $2.3 billion of their average cash from operations by their $135 billion total enterprise value, that gives us about a 1.7% average cash from operations to enterprise value yield for the company. That's less than half of the yield of the 10-year treasury currently, and that's well below that 5% mark. So this is an X here on metric number six. On a current basis of their cash from operations, over their last 12 months, Prologis has brought in $3.6 billion in cash from operations. So to get a current cash from operations to enterprise value yield for the business, when we divide their $3.6 billion of their last 12 months of cash from operations by their $135 billion total enterprise value, that still only gives us about a 2.7% current cash from operations to enterprise value yield. So again, that's well below the yield of the 10-year treasury, and that's just over half of that 5% benchmark we were looking for. On both a current and an average basis here, this looks like this is an X on metric number six for Prologis. So just because this is the case doesn't mean that you're going to throw this business out in its entirety. This just means that the company's ability to produce cash may be more fairly valued by the market right now. And keep in mind that this analysis is holistic in nature. So while these metrics metrics are simple when they're combined together they can be very powerful and this is only one of our six data points so far. Then as a bonus, here we're looking at Prologis's dividend profile. As a REIT, Prologis has to pay out 90% of their earnings as dividends to shareholders. And right now they have a 2.6% dividend yield. So we want to look at their dividend here to see if it's well supported by their cash flows over this period. In all five of these years, Prologis has grown their cash flows per share. And in all five of these years, they're increasing the amount of dividends that they're paying out per share. So because of their REIT stipulation, and because of the fact that they've managed to consistently grow their cash flows over this period, and again, they just closed on this merger with Duke Realty. It does look like the business is able to comfortably support their dividend payouts right now, and it's likely the case that they'll also be able to comfortably support this going forward as well. Then everything we've discussed about Prologis so far is important, but there's something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to analyze Prologis, which takes us on to using a discounted cash flow model to come to a potential fair value for the business. So a discounted cash flow model is just like any other model in any other discipline. Its outputs are going to be sensitive to its inputs. So here we're starting with Prologis's current free cash flows per share. 
Then we're using historical growth assumptions for how the business has been able to grow these free cash flows dating back all the way to the late 90s. So if we assume a growth stage over the next 10 years where Prologis grows their free cash flows at a rate of 5% annually, then we assume a terminal stage over the next 10 years out after that where this growth rate declines just to 4% annually. If we were to add in their tangible book value and we were ideally seeking a 15% rate of return from the business, then it looks like a fair value for Prologis with that 15% rate of return would be right around $88 per share. That's down more than $30 from their current stock price. However, that would be giving a risk premium above that of what you would typically expect from either an ETF or a mutual fund. From today's valuations, it looks like you could reasonably expect about a 7% rate of return from Prologis. So please keep in mind that there are a couple of caveats with these discount rates. One is that this rate of return would be including their dividend yield. Even at an $88 share price, it looks like their stock price would only be compounding by about 13% annually. Two, as a warehouse owner, it's likely that the tenants of these warehouses will have contracts with Prologis that will probably increase their rents over time. So any understanding of an average rent increase, especially if it's potentially tied to the rate of inflation at all, would help give better inputs for this model here. And then three, please keep in mind that this type of analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. And before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with the properly licensed and registered legal and financial professionals. So in just a minute, we'll talk about our summary for Prologis, but we have to address something first. What are some of the qualitative aspects of this business, especially those around the key points for a potential long or potential short thesis of Prologis? So starting with some of the key points around a potential long thesis for the business, Number one, the high mark to market will ensure same store's rent growth in the upcoming years, even if the market rents do not grow. Number two, the strategic capital segment of the company is capital light, and it's a consistent cash flow generator. And number three, Prologis has the largest portfolio of well-located industrial facilities and is in the best position to capitalize on e-commerce demand. Prologis's announced acquisition of Duke Realty will give it an unrivaled scale in the industry. Then for some of the key points around a potential short thesis of the company, number one, we have a record amount of new supply in the industrial pipeline, which could significantly affect management's abilities to pass along further price increases. Number two, a slowdown in consumer spending could expose the asset class, increasing vacancies as seen in the global financial crisis. And number three, industrial facilities are largely commoditized and easily replicable. New construction is quick to negate any imbalances in supply and demand over the long run. So hopefully that offers a balanced perspective around some of the key qualitative aspects of the business. Now it's time for our wrap up. So in summary, Prologis checks the box on three out of six of our metrics. They're earning just slightly above average returns on equity. However, at the same time, the company has experienced quite a bit of growth across their business over the last five years. This has been fueled by issuing new shares and adding on quite a bit of long-term debt. However, just because this is the case, that might not be a potential concern for you as a long-term shareholder in the business, as it does look like the business is generating pretty sustainable cash from operations that are likely to increase going forward into the future. That would be at the limit of supporting this debt load and that the business recently closed their merger with Duke for $26 billion in an all-stock transaction. To understand if these acquisitions are value accredited for existing shareholders, you're just going to have to dig in and do the work and understand through the company's filings whether that has been the case or not. Looking at the company's cash from operations on both a current and an average basis relative to their enterprise value and comparing that to the yield of the 10-year treasury does not look like that's currently giving us an adequate risk premium compared to the yield of the 10-year treasury. However, looking at their dividend profile, it does look like Prologis has space to continue growing their dividend pretty healthily and sustainably into the future, and that they've grown their free cash flows in all five of the past years. 
Then finally, performing a discounted cash flow analysis of Prologis. If you've done the work and you believe those historical growth assumptions, then it looks like if you are seeking a potential 15% rate of return from the business, that a fair value for Prologis is around $88 per share. That would be about $10 below what their 52-week low is at right now. So if you feel comfortable in your understanding of the business, you would just want to be patient waiting for that. It looks like from today's current stock price and with the same valuation multiples, that you could reasonably expect about a 7% rate of return from Prologis right now. Keep in mind though that this would be including their dividend yield and we would not be doubly counting their dividends and that there are reasons why this might not be potentially accurate going forward for the business. So it's worth reiterating that this type of analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. And before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with your financial advisor. Instead, this analysis serves as a beginning and holistic understanding to help you determine whether it's worth your time and energy to dig in and learn more about Prologis. One resource that will definitely help you stay up to speed with what's going on in the market and help you learn more about the business is Seeking Alpha. Checking out Seeking Alpha directly supports the channel as I'm part of their affiliate program. So most of you probably know Seeking Alpha as a source of community written articles on different stocks. But over the past little while, they've actually become a lot more than that with their new offering, which is Seeking Alpha Premium. Premium has a number of different features where you can track buy, hold, and sell ratings on your favorite stocks. These ratings are from the Seeking Alpha community, Wall Street analysts, and Seeking Alpha's algorithm. You can see earnings call transcripts, investor presentations, SEC filings, and press releases all in one place. You can add your own margin of safety targets and get alerts for when your favorite stocks hit that level. You can get unlimited access to Seeking Alpha articles, and you can tailor your reading experience based on the type of investor you are. You can get 10 years of financial data on any stock to help you with your analysis. You can also import your portfolio into your Seeking Alpha dashboard to make research searching easier. And if that didn't convince you, the best thing is that an annual plan is only 119 bucks. That's just 33 cents per day through my referral link down in the description below. Normally premium is $239, but if you use my link, it's 50% off. So check it out if you're interested. So as a value investor, you're ultimately trying to conduct this research as if you're going to own 100% of a business, and you could truly understand the essence of that company and understand what's important and what's not important for Prologis going forward. Through this deeper research, you'll learn more about the qualitative and the quantitative aspects of Prologis, and you'll likely be able to determine for yourself what a reasonably appropriate intrinsic value for the company will be. So with that said, that's it for today's fundamental stock analysis of Prologis Inc., ticker symbol PLD. So if you enjoyed today's video, please be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, and comment down below what business you want me to take a look at next time. Thanks for learning about Prologis with me, and have a great day.